Hey guys, welcome back uh, to my podcast, Nothing to Hide, episode two. So funny story, um, I went to record um, a podcast for Wednesday and it just did not record properly. So it was almost maybe a blessing in disguise. I like looked back on it and I was like, that was a long ass podcast. Like, I don't think I would have sat through that. I, I mean, honestly. So what I'm thinking about doing, you guys, is implementing my story into each podcast, um, into each podcast episode. So relaying something in my story that is now relevant in my life. So um, something that I kind of want to talk about and I want to kind of break the ice with this is I'm just... I'm going to be posting a quote on my Instagram page um, and it's really saying like, listen, like I am not afraid of being imperfect anymore. And like, I think this really resonated with me in the fact that like, I feel like we all at some point, and I really think it has a lot to do with social media these days is we, we really feel like we have to be somebody we're not. We have to have this persona of something and be something that we are not. Um, I also feel like, um, you know, Instagram, Facebook is also a highlight reel to your actual life, right? People are only seeing what they want to see and you're only showing them what you want to show them. I mean, they don't see the behind the scenes. They don't see the things that are really deep down inside that could be holding you back or could be making you upset or can make you cry in the shower or while you're driving in the car, right? They don't see those things because you're only posting the things that you want to portray and you only want them to see the good. And so I am just not afraid to be imperfect anymore, you guys. I am at this point in my life, um, you know, I'm going to be 33 years old next month and I don't, I got to a point about five years ago, you guys, where I was like, I do not give two shits what people think of me. Something that resonated with me so much was that other people are not thinking about you as much. They're thinking about themselves more. So like if you're saying that if you think someone's really has something to say about you or is thinking about you, truth of the matter is they really aren't. We're just thinking they are. So I kind of want to take you back to why this quote resonated with me. And the fact is that when I was a little girl, I was an only child. So my mom um, and my dad only had me. My mom married my dad and I'll talk about him in a different podcast. But um, it was kind of a shotgun wedding in a sense. They went to Vegas, got married. He was kind of the bad boy. I'm sure all of us can kind of relate to dating that bad boy. I know I'm guilty of it. So like my mom was attracted to the bad boy and my, and my dad. And so it was a shotgun wedding. She got pregnant with me, got married in in Vegas, had me. And then my dad, um, was an alcoholic. So one of the many reasons, many reasons my mom divorced my dad was because of that. Um, not only that, but he didn't work. So it was, um, my mom would work her ass off and leave me home with him. Um, and he drank the whole time. So it wasn't a safe environment for me as a, as a baby. So needless to say, my mom, you know, put the kibosh on that and decided, you know what, this is not the life I want for my daughter. Um, and so I wasn't only child. I didn't have siblings. I didn't have 
I was spoiled rotten, but like I had like social anxiety. Um, I was, it was so hard for me to make friends. Um, when I was about eight years old, um, seven or eight, I can't remember exactly. We moved to Hawaii. I was just a little girl. We moved to Hawaii, which was super fun. Um, but the thing that really sucked about that move for me was that I didn't know anybody. It was the first time in my life that I was pulled out of a school and pulled out of my normal to be put into a situation that I was unaware of. I was in a totally different place and I knew nobody. Um, so I am just like, yeah, so I, I didn't know anybody and I was a shy kind of an introvert, which is interesting because now I'm totally an extrovert. But back then I was totally an introvert. I didn't know what, I didn't know how to communicate with people. I didn't know how to start a conversation. Um, I didn't know how to approach people. It was so awkward, you guys. And so I remember this one day, my mom could just see that I wasn't like being myself and that there was something wrong. And she asked me like, like, Felicia, what's up? Like, what, what's going on? Like, I didn't want to go to school and I just didn't want to go. I felt uncomfortable. I, it was just odd for me to be there. And so I said, mom, I don't have any friends. Like, I don't have any friends. I literally go to school. I go to my classes. I sit alone at lunch. I sit alone at recess. Like, I don't have friends. And this is why I love my mom so much. She knew I had a favorite teacher and I cannot remember his name to save the life of me, but it was my history teacher. And I loved history. I was like a big history nerd geek. Like I loved history and English in all of school, which is crazy. I hated math and science, but, and I obviously loved art. So I, my mom actually calls up my teacher and says, Hey, listen, Felicia's having a hard time. I know that she really loves your class. She talks about your class all the time. Is there anyone in your class that you could put Felicia by that potentially could start a friendship? She's just really shy. This is all new for her. It was a big move. She's struggling to make friends. So the next thing I know, I'm in class and I have this cute girl sitting next to me. Her name is Megan. And like that day hit it off just fine. Um, and I don't talk to Megan anymore, but she's definitely was somebody who opened up my eyes at that moment to just being myself. Um, even as a little girl. Right. So I, it took me a little bit, it took me a little bit of time. Um, I will say we only lived there for three years. Education was terrible. So my mom and my stepdad were like, we got to move back to the States, like the mainland, like, right. We got to move back to the mainland because like, this is not an education for our daughter. Um, so we moved back and obviously we moved back to Colorado cause that's where all of us are from. I was born and raised. So it was crucial that we went back to, um, went back to our homes, our home state. And Um, the nice, the really cool thing about this was before we left for Hawaii, I obviously had a core group of friends. Um, one of my friends, her name was, um, Heather and her and I were best friends since kindergarten. And so when we moved back, we actually moved out of the school district. So I had to, I was like, mom, I'm coming back here. Like, I do not want to start over again. Like that was so difficult for me. Like, how can I get back in the same school district and be with my friends? So, um, Lo and behold, we used my friend Heather's address in order to get me into 
the school district district that I wanted to go. So anyways, um, it was seventh grade when I got back to the, to the mainland. So seventh grade, um, once again, was a, that awkward stage, right? It's like that, that preteen, like, I don't know, just your whole world kind of changes. And obviously three years had gone by. So a lot of my friends had changed too. And I will say it was also a really difficult time for me. Um, I had extremely bad acne, you guys. I had like cystic acne, the ones that like were so deep and so painful. And I was a picker. So I would just pick and pick and pick and pick. So like I was extremely insecure. Um, back in the day, I had the big waterfall bangs and like the terrible freaking dyed hair, you know, like I think my hair was orange in middle school. Like I don't even know what the fuck was happening, but like I don't even know how I have hair. I've box dyed my hair so many times. Um, but anyways, you guys, like I was just an awkward person. Like I was insecure. I was self-conscious. I had this acne that I always saw when looking in the mirror was acne. And, um, it was just, it sucked. I even got bullied for my acne and all these things. Right. So coming back was hard too, because it was a different time. I was a different age. Things had changed and I was really insecure with myself again. So it took me some time to kind of get through that. And then before you know it, like went through, you know, those stupid boy crushes when you're in middle school. And obviously back in the day, we didn't have um, cell phones. So we were doing those notes um, back and forth to boys. And I don't know, it's just silly stuff. So fast forward to high school, you guys. And high school was kind of where I blossomed a little bit. Um, I blossomed in the fact that I was kind of getting more comfortable with myself. My acne was still bad, but not quite as bad as before. I was still struggling with that for sure. But I also had a really amazing core group of friends at this point. So it was, I felt better about myself. I felt better about the things I was doing and who I was hanging out with and all this stuff. And so when I turned about 16, my, my family, so my mom and my stepdad opened up a restaurant and crazy enough, we guys, you still have that place, which is nuts. Um, so 16 years we've had this restaurant, which has been complete lifesaver in so many ways. Um, so 16, my parents open up a restaurant and I start working there. Um, I was kind of thrown to the wolves in a sense. My mom's like, here you go. Like, go get it. Like, you got this. I bust tables um, on the weekends. Clearly, I, we were breakfast and lunch, so I only worked there on weekends for the first little bit. And then I ended up getting another job um, in the evenings, same kind of a restaurant job. So um, just to kind of pay for my gas and pay for my car insurance, right? So things that I needed to pay for in order to have my car and drive around. So... Um, High school was fun, typical high school. Like I was not a good student, I hated I hated school, but I loved the high school experience, right? Like I was the girl who was at the parties every weekend and I was the girl that I, I was just, yeah. I just did a lot of stupid shit. So anyways, I'm just saying that like, we all go through things in our lives and in our childhood and through middle school and through great, you know, through high school and even at college that are going to shape us and mold us into the, who we are as an adult. And I just remember looking back on my, on those experiences and, you know, some of those things for me were triggers as far as how my insecurity was, how I really thought 
and I really cared about what people thought of me. And truth of the matter is, the only person who matters about who cares about you is yourself, right? Like, you're the one telling yourself these stories. You're the one bringing yourself down. I swear, us females, we are so, like, so hard on ourselves. So hard on ourselves. Like, you know, I, I mentioned my acne, you guys. Like, I, all I see now as a 32-year-old is my acne scars, right? Like, I see the scars. And people think I'm crazy because I say, like, oh, my God, these scars. Look at these scars. And, like, my husband and my girlfriends are like, I don't even see them. Like, they don't even notice them. And, like, that is, like, once again, right? Like, they don't notice them, but I do. I am my own worst critic, and I'm going to criticize every little thing that is wrong with my body, right? So I got to this point, and honestly, you guys, you know, last five years has really been a lot of growth for me. Um, But then losing my mom to cancer almost two years ago, year and a half ago, really opened up a whole new ball game for me, you guys. It completely changed. It rocked my fucking world and completely changed the person that I am. I used to be this like people pleaser and I used to be like, I don't want to say that it made me more a bitchy, but it definitely made me more aware um, of how I had become and what I was doing and kind of kind of molding into what people wanted me to be. Um, and also like being really ashamed of who I was and never really talking about it with anybody. Um, when I was a little girl, I was molested by um, two female second cousins. Definitely not blood related by any means, but it was my dad's remarried um he remarried and it was her cousin. So long story short, you guys, I had an experience when I was a little girl that just kind of really rocked my world too. It shaped me. I never told my mom about it, which to this day, I still regret so much. I regret that so much because she should have known, but I was so, my mom was so protective of me that I literally thought if I told her she in on her deathbed, first of all, I didn't want to tell her on her deathbed. Second of all, I really thought that she would like rise up from her deathbed and be like motherfucker like where's your fucking dad I'm gonna beat his ass because she tried so hard to protect me from any situation like that um and so it was just this I couldn't get myself to do it obviously now you guys she knows clearly she knows but um so after her death, I'm like, I'm done hiding. I am done being afraid and ashamed of who I am. And because of the things I've been through, it doesn't define me as a person. It doesn't define me in any way, shape or form. I need to be confident in my own shell and be the person I was meant to be. So with that said, you guys, like six months ago, I came out as bisexual. And to my surprise, many people were not surprised. They literally were like, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I'm like, how? Like so crazy. And I don't, once again, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know when I knew I was, um, you know, some experiences in high school, you guys, um, always, I always thought women were attractive and, and men clearly. Um, so like, it's just this interesting thing. And so 
what I'm trying to say is I, I want to encourage you guys to mold and come into your to yourself. Be yourself and don't be ashamed or afraid of what you are and who you've become as an adult and what you've been through that shaped you into who you are now. Please don't let it ever bring you down. Don't ever be ashamed of things that you have done because they are things that you have learned from and they have made you the person that you are today. I could go back and be ashamed and be so mad at those girls for what they did to me. But I lived my life anyways and it really did have an effect on who I am today. And I never thought that I would be the girl that would, you know, tell people I'm bisexual on a podcast or on social media, but it really changed my world. And the amount of people who have been there for me, who have supported me, who have been such an I have people every day reach out to me and say that I've inspired them to come out with their sexuality. It might not be on social media, but it could be to a family member, right? And that makes me so happy. So I'm guys, I'm here to just inspire you guys. I'm here to encourage you to be your authentic self. I'm here to tell you there's nothing to hide. And if you want to just, uh, I'm like I said, you guys are going to do these things on your terms, on your prerogative and how you want to do it. There is no wrong way. You could just tell it to yourself, but you have to accept it, right? So I just want to say thanks again for listening to this. And I just want you encourage you guys to seriously be yourself and be authentic and know the things that you have been through are truly for a reason and they will mold you into who you are supposed to be. So thanks for listening, you guys. Have a great weekend and I promise I'll have a new podcast next week. All right, guys. Thanks for listening.